did you just ask this question? Because now I can't contribute. I'm really trying to figure it out, and I'm so lost. I just wish we had a camera on Elizabeth's face for the last two minutes. You're listening to the New Jersey Guys podcast, talking all things sports, by the fans, for the fans. And now your starting lineup, Chris Swenderman and Dan Tantillo. Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of the New Jersey Guys Sports Podcast. Chris Swenderman here with my partner, Dan Tantillo. Danny, what's going on, buddy? Hey man, um, I mean, all that anybody is talking about yeah. right now. There's only really one story, let's get right to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this involves one Ezekiel Elliott, running back, superstar running back of the Dallas Cowboys. Our, who, yeah. our team. Yeah, let's, let's get that out there first, that this is something that is our team, and I think that we're both going to agree on this topic but it's not because we're fans of the team i want to get that out there right away this is not something that we are upset about because we're cowboys fans and correct me if i'm wrong here i think this is something that we're upset about because of how the nfl is being basically run as a whole right so essentially what happened is ezekiel elliott is suspended for the first six games of the season after the NFL ran its own investigation involving what was apparently a an assault case right involving Elliot and his ex-girlfriend um and what's interesting about this to get this right off the bat is that Elliot was never formally charged by with the anything. police with, with anything. anything with anything there's been a couple of incidents one was with uh Tiffany Thompson in the beginning, who he right. said she said that he was violent against her and was posting pictures of bruises right. that again we don't know anything about if it's real if it's not. And there was a couple. There was another incident in Dallas at a bar where apparently Elliot pulled down somebody's shirt. And then well, that was on St. Patrick's. That was St. Patrick's. That was St. Patrick's Day, Day. Then, Day right. at a Dallas at a Dallas nightclub or a Dallas bar, and it was outside and right. it got caught on camera. And so there, and then there was most recently. Reported allegedly. Allegedly, let's keyword again, say that keyword allegedly a fight in a Dallas nightclub where um, Ezekiel Elliott punched a DJ in the nose and broke his nose. Allegedly, okay. Again, no, no one would go on record. There's no record of of the DJ saying that it's Elliot. Some people that were there that night said it was Ezekiel Elliott. The DJ himself has or has not said anything about it. Yep. So. You know, who are we to be judge, jury, executioner? We're not. The NFL is. And the and NFL decided that with all the investigation and with everything that they have apparently uncovered during this year-long investigation, that it was the best interest to suspend Elliot for six games, regardless and whether or not that he actually did anything. Because, again, wasn't charged by the police. Right. And Absolute that's, crap. And, and the NFL right now is allowed to do that. And it's a joke that they are allowed to do that because you know what? It's the same. Listen, they made themselves look like a laughing stock with the entire Tom Brady saga. There's, there's, there's. I think this is part three of the nail in the coffin. Oh, absolutely. This is this is a the next step in Roger Goodell having egg on his face and looking like a complete tool. Yeah, for because sure. Because they they literally had info from Tiffany Thompson. His ex, um, Zeke's ex girlfriend. Yep. 
saying to a friend of hers that she wants to get retribution against Zeke and that she thinks she wants to post sex tapes of them to get back at him as as a vendetta and get money out of him. Yeah, let me let me read this for you as it was reported. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Thompson said, what if I sold mine and Ezekiel's sex videos? The friend responds, we'd be millionaires. We'd be built... We'd be millionaires. We could blackmail him with that. Thompson said, I want to, bro. The friend said, let's do it. Great. So that's that. Um, And there's also conflicting footage and conflicting reports with the police that she's saying different stories and that, you know, nothing's matching up. And then she didn't want to cooperate in the first place with the police. And that's why they dropped the case. Right. Because of all the conflicting evidence. Now, another thing that is making the NFL look awful from all of this is that apparently Roger Goodell was absent from the Ezekiel Elliott hearings. So every day this is looking worse and worse for how the NFL is handling so this situation. How do you how do you throw down a six game suspension on a guy who was never in trouble or in the suspension program prior to this? Right. Never was charged with anything, right? Legally, right. Yet you're going to determine that because of their, um, you know, domestic violence policy, that this warrants a six game suspension right off the bat. And don't get us wrong, if there is evidence and there is proof that Ezekiel Elliott hit his girlfriend, he deserves every second of this suspension. If there is proof, if he actually, if he did it and and was charged, and we're not condoning domestic violence in Anyway. No, not at all. But the fact that the NFL is able to do something like this without any new information, and if there is any new information, they're not releasing it to us. They already said that, that the NFL is not releasing anything else. So it's whatever is in this letter that I have in front of me that was initially sent to Ezekiel Elliott on August 11th. Yeah, people have asked for the background and everything they have. So, you know, the court of public opinion can kind of go out and say, all right, we, we see where you're going with this. We have, you know, the background. They're not releasing anything to the press or anybody else for that matter. But yet we're supposed to take the NFL's word that they were smart enough and they know better than a court or a jury or any or police that they know better and that they can get this done and he deserves six games right off the bat. And, oh, by the way, did you like how they said last week? And, you know... You better tow a straight line or you could deal with banishment. What? Wait. Where? How did we get here? How did we get the banishment from something that hasn't even... You've got guys in this league that have been suspended two, three, four times. Get Martavius Bryant on the Steelers. Three-time offender. Just got back in the league. Josh Gordon. I mean... Greg Hardy. The, Greg the list Hardy. goes on and on. Um, what's his name from Jacksonville? Pac-Man. No, Pac-Man, please. I mean, just name the Cincinnati Bengals and just get it over with. But... Um, what's his name from Jacksonville? Wide receiver. Um, totally just names. Uh, totally just leave. Uh, losing my mind right now about it. But um, you know he he was banned for you know drug use and all those. But yet a guy who you decided six games first time could face banishment if he doesn't clean his act up. Wait, are they just trying to make themselves look? Really tough. Like, well, hey, we're not he, going to take anything. We're no, we're no uh, zero tolerance. Well, I'll now. tell you why they're it's doing that. They're doing that because of the two. I said, you know, I said that this is the third nail in the coffin. This this situation. Right. There were two other nails. 
The first one, like you've alluded before, was how they handled the deflate gate thing, which again, they suspended Tom Brady with no actual evidence. The other, the first nail in the coffin, that is the reason that the NFL is having such this strict zero tolerance thing is the right. Ray Rice situation. Where they True. actually hid information. Right. Oh, Justin Blackman. Tried to sweep. Justin, Blackman. Justin Blackman was the wide receiver. But let something like Ray Rice that was clearly caught on video and swept that underneath the rug. Right. So they mishandled that one and then tried to fix it with this. Right. Is what I'm, that's where my head's at right now. Right. So the mishandling of those two things. Oh, and then we have this Ezekiel Elliott case, which kind of combines the two things into one. Right. You have a domestic violence allegation. And you have no f- evidence. No, no evidence. Not even enough to indict him. Anything. Anything. Nothing. Anything. Nobody going on record saying this happened. Right. And by the way, do they take into consideration the fact that Tiffany Thompson, what whatever did or didn't happen, she didn't want to go to the cops about this. She didn't file a report. She didn't do anything. But yet... They see enough. They have enough evidence to say, no, you know, her threat is credible. What she's saying is credible. We're going to take her out of work. Which word. is why I don't understand how her information is credible when she's given conflicted information what, throughout the entire process. What else could they, they be basing this on? That's what I'm saying. And and he, if she herself isn't going to the to the police, right. who else is? Yeah. Or where else are they getting in for enough information that they think he's a threat a violent threat enough that he falls under the domestic violence policy of the NFL and gets six games right off the bat. This is such a joke, and the NFL is really making themselves out to look like a pure embarrassment on yeah, this. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And is there even a way for the NFL to fix this right no, now? No, it's going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to get worse before it gets better because here's how this is going to play out. Zeke already filed for an appeal. He did it today. Right. They're, they already named... The um, the arbitrator who's going to hear it, who also heard Greg Hardy's case. Right. This may get knocked down. We, You said what, how many games? Two. I said four. Okay. Okay? Here's what's going to happen. Zeke and Jerry Jones are not... And I don't blame Zeke at this point. Yeah. Or Jerry Jones. They're not going to let it go. They're not going to let it go. They're going to take it to court like Brady did. Yep. This is going to keep going on. And the NFL is going to have such a black mark on their logo because they just keep getting this wrong. They Which, keep handing it. They just make up stuff as they go. Yeah. And you know what? For a league that's supposed to be such a high, you know, a high the end. The cream of the crop. Cream of the of crop sports. Sports in America. Uh, right. Right. You're looking at just getting dragged through the mud a second time. A second time by a guy who's been in the league only a year. You did it to the face, arguably the face of the league in yep. Brady. Now you're doing it to a guy who's turning into a perennial all pro possibly Yep. in Ezekiel Elliott. And what, by the way, he's on the marquee franchise other than the Patriots. It, yeah, the no, marquee franchise it of the your league. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, right after all this happened, yes. Like you said, Jones is furious, promising legal action, which I can't blame him. I can't for blame this. him. Listen, we can say a lot over the years yeah. where we've smacked our foreheads with our palms over Stuff that Jerry Jones have, has done and said, but I love Jerry. He's great for the league, and this is why he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's great for the league. He does what's in the best interest of the league, and he always thinks like a businessman. But you know what? His business is being hurt right now because you're taking away one of his best players, arguably his best player. Yeah, right now, and 
you're hurting the franchise for what? For no evidence. Yeah, he, my whole thing with the, the, this whole situation is everybody really needs to get together and figure out how to handle these domestic violence. Not only the cases where it's been proven, where it's evident, right. but they need to figure out how to handle the allegation because a suspension of six games over allegations is ludicrous. How hard is it to sit down with your executive committee, the disciplinarian, people outside that they've brought in on this case and many others to hear it, sit down and go, okay, we have to get a set schedule or a set rule, rules about this to... X ma- amount of, X amount right, of games, X amount of, X games amount of for, fine. Right. right. Exactly. But there has to be a burden of proof. What court in America would say... Well, you know what? We don't have much proof, but anyway, we think... We don't like this guy. We don't like this guy. We think he's guilty of domestic abuse. Therefore, he gets 30 days in jail. That's what this is tantamount to. That's exactly what this is, and it's embarrassing that it's even getting to this point, and I understand, you know, people are shaking their heads of why the NFL is losing viewership. This is definitely something that's up there. Because they're getting involved in things they shouldn't be. Right. It's like the school telling parents... We know what's better for your kid than you do, and we're going to hand out the punishment. Yeah. Your son can't watch TV for a month. <laughs> exactly this is right. what they're doing. Yeah, it really is. And I, the police, I, the Dallas police can't do their job, so we're going to do it for them. Right. I, this is mind-blowing. It, it blew my mind when they did it to Brady. I mean, the face of the franchise. And it only looked dumber when Goodell had to hand him that trophy. And I was so happy. Oh, who I wasn't? Was the, I was the happiest person to watch Brady get that trophy, to have to hand it to him. Yeah. And, and have to hand it, you know, um, to the Patriots in general after what they did to Brady. Yeah. It was like, you know what? We still overcame it. And, you know, Jerry Jones is going to fight this as far as he can. And I would love to see this come back on the NFL because it's it's going to. There's I no hope, way. I okay. hope it does. Just because I don't want to see this. Ha- like it's, 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 it's an even worse precedent if, if they right, let it go. Right, and I don't want to see this not only happen to another team, you can't, but I don't want to see right. that like because this this can break you down as a person. You cannot tell me. That, all right, see guys like Justin Blackman that we write, Josh Gordon, Martavius Bryant. What do they all have in common? They failed the drug test. Yep. What is that? Proof. Yeah. Where Where's the proof on Zeke? You have a girl that won't even go to the cops. Yeah. And now, yet, they know better and say, well, with everything we have, which we won't show you, by the way, Zeke deserves six games. Think about this for yeah. a second. It's just yeah. absolutely mind-blowing. And it's, it's crazy because I haven't heard any person not be on the exact same side as right. we are right now. And that's coming. We're, we're in New Jersey. You right. got Eagles fans in one ears and you got Giants fans in the other, but they're all on board with that he doesn't deserve the six games, whether or not. Of course, they're going to be happy. They don't have to play him. Right. But at the same time, this isn't about the Cowboys. This is about what's right and what's wrong. There's, you know, we get the Ray Rice thing. You know, totally. his wife didn't press charges, but there's but a was- difference with Ray Rice. There was a video. And you clearly saw what Ray Rice did, as disgusting as it was. Yeah. We're not taking anything away from what Ray Rice did. We're not trying to make, or we're not trying to make Ezekiel Elliott seem like he did this because, A, we don't know. We have no idea. We have no idea what transpired. 
But what Ray Rice did was caught on video. They had video proof. They could look there and see it. And swept it under the rug. Right. And But yet, somehow, Ray Rice never got back into the league. That was the NFL's way of saying, you know what? We're going to handle this ourselves. And whether the I don't want to say the owners collaborated because you don't want to ever assume because then we'd be the NFL. We just right. assume. But <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's so true. That's all the NFL is, is just accusation and, and jumping on accusations. And you know what? We have enough accusations that we're going to suspend you for, for, you know, Tom Brady, you're gone for four games because we have accusations. Zeke, you're gone for six games because we have accusations. I, I have never seen anything like it. Where they And the NFL proves once again, we think we can get away with anything because you know what? We're the NFL. Yeah, and I think people are going to get smarter and people are getting smarter and they're doing as much research and looking into this story as much as possible because well, they're, they're interested in it and right. they, they, they want to see the right thing. And we know that the NFL isn't doing the right thing right now. Everybody knows it and it's been this way for a while and it all comes down to the, the man in the chair, the, the big boss. Roger Goodell. He's such and a by, And by the way, just to give a shout out, we don't want to give shout outs to other other um, media outlets too much, but one of our favorite media outlets in sports, we have to give a shout out to our boys over at Barstool. Oh Did you hear God. what they're doing for the opening game? No. For the Thursday night game, they're going to be outside, supposedly, I've, I've read this on Twitter, that they're going to be outside Gillette Stadium for New England's opening game, and they're going to hand out 70,000 Goodell clown towels. Oh my God, that's amazing. If they do it. If they do it. Absolutely genius. Yeah. Absolutely genius. The same, it's going to be the same the logo same. that Matt Patricia wore the, on shirt, the deck. Yeah, the, shirt the that clown shirt. Yeah, yeah. The Goodell with the clown nose. Yeah. And I mean, if you have, look up Matt Patricia uh, during the super, after the Super Bowl, the yeah, ceremony, yeah. he is, or what? No, it was the parade. It was the parade. Right. When they were at the, they were at the parade for the New England Super Bowl. And he's wearing the clown shirt. He's wearing yeah. the clown shirt. Look up the New England Patriots parade, and you'll see Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator, wearing this shirt. They're going to make it into towels and give them out opening night to all the fans. Yeah, that's amazing. And keep in mind that if, if you don't know anything about Barstool Sports, these are also the guys who handcuffed themselves outside of the NFL building yep. and got arrested because they were trying to fight for the, the Deflategate case which is exactly right. what this Ezekiel Elliott case is. Uh, we're going to lighten things up yes. on the back half of this. I'm going to go rest my ulcer a second. <laughs> I'm going to calm down, and we're going to come back. We got a couple of guests coming in. We're going to talk soccer. We're going to talk fashion, something that? me and Danny know nothing about, um, and we're going to have a lot of fun coming back on the other side. Make sure you tweet at us, New Jersey guys. We'll be right back. Hang tight. Learn, laugh, stay informed. Podcasts from New Jersey 101.5. The Jim Gerhardt Podcast. He's talking Jersey again. So here we are. Forever 39. Gen Xers living in the Great Garden State. Share your story with us. Available now from the New Jersey 101.5 app, iTunes, and Google Play. And we're back here on the New Jersey Guys Podcast. Chris Wenneman, Dan Tantillo, and we've got some very special guests. And we're going to be talking about things that we don't normally talk about no that's what makes it fun we're changing it up exactly we're changing it up today i'd like to introduce dear friend of mine and daughter of our morning show host elizabeth spadia thank you so much for joining us yes so excited to be here and um my boyfriend hashtag charlie the butcher you may know him from my dad's twitter feed is here (laughs) i love are you hating are you hating that name Charlie, what? The, Charlie, Charlie the, the Butcher. butcher. Not, your, Charlie the and butcher. not your actual name. You've kind, of been, yeah. you've kind of been, I don't even know if you know, you've kind of been labeled that. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, 
Doesn't bother me. That's good. All right, there you go. We we actually thought for a while his last name was the butcher the butcher because that's every time your dad mentioned he wouldn't just say charlie we couldn't no. get him to just say it. every charlie time the charlie but the he butcher. says hashtag charlie the butcher which makes it worse that's as if hashtag is the first name yeah right <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. Yeah. but this is interesting for us because if you can look at myself and chris you could tell that we're not very fashionable people i guess and um, yeah. i mean look i mean have you ever seen me and not a t-shirt and no. a hat exactly no so it's just interesting with with fashion and sports because there's one thing with me is I'm very much into like uniforms and how you know certain colors blend together and certain things work. So I wanted to get somebody who actually studies fashion their opinion on just like the whole sports. Okay, well, uniform. Hmm. So I did give you I did give you a homework assignment. Yeah, this I, week did, before, I did. Just to say that we do prep yeah. for there this. There is planning. Yeah, yeah. there is planning. Elizabeth was in studio the other day, and I gave her a homework assignment. And what was that homework assignment? I had to look up all the different jerseys and kind of give my take or think about, yeah, in terms of like a fashion sense. And what did, what did you come up with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not that impressed. But the thing is, but the thing is, is um, looking at like what's available retail wise for what fans can wear. I, I get it. I yeah. guess they kind of go for color like color is so big yeah with just who you identify with when you're gonna like paint your face obviously but like it doesn't really have any sort of fashionable aspect at all and they try and do something like they try and incorporate it in like i've seen tote bags and uh like socks or headbands and stuff like that and it's just like or the worst i think this is the worst okay you know when you see like a pink Eagles jersey? Yeah. Wait, where it's like, just, it's right. just like, not the normal colors at all. Am I supposed to want to wear that because it's pink? Right. Like, they do, no. They, they brand they brand it literally yeah. for women, like thinking, "Hey, we make it pink." Don't it's we? like, don't oh, wear it's it. pink and white. Like yeah. I don't. Okay. I think I'd rather just wear the team color. Right. Now, like with with like newer teams, and they're trying to get like more colors, I guess, into it. Like, uh, for example, there's like purple and more teals and stuff yeah. now in, in sports do you think that that's more of a risk and that's a good thing or do you like that kind of like like the yankees look where it's just the navy and white mm, or... i think it depends yeah like, i think something like in miami right when you have okay. those bright blues that makes sense because of the city yeah, that it's but there. if you tried sure. to put that in boston i think people would be like what are you doing you're messing with the flow of things. i get that you right, like the Red Sox. It. Yeah, the Red Sox. It's a work. It's a working class area. Whether yeah. I'm a Red Sox fan or not, it's a no. working class people. Straight blue and red for the and Red Sox. Tradition and it's, that right. like falls into it. That right. iconic, uh, like you know, obviously, just like it. a simple look. Whereas I guess more newer teams are trying to do something a little bit differently. Right, but or, I, yeah, that's a good point though. That the cities are, is definitely something that gets embraced. I think in whatever the teams are wearing. I guess. Yeah, true. But again, I mean, what do I know? Right, I know? <laughs> exactly. But you're talking to two guys who wear jerseys all yeah, over the place. I mean, we just wear them as as like everyday. Fit. Like, if do you I wear them because you... you're like, yes, I'm so excited to wear this, or it's just like, yeah, this is a shirt I have in my closet. So, kind of both. It's kind of both, and and the industry that we're in, we're right. We you gotta wear whatever. To, we don't have no. to dress up. So why well, would I true. if I don't have to? Here's the difference between you and I. Okay. 
I work with her dad in the morning who wears half a suit to work. Right. So me coming in like that feel like I'm even like so underdressed. Right. So underdressed that I've started wearing either golf shirts or button downs every day because I just feel so underdressed when a guest comes in. Okay. But for example, what you're wearing right now. Right. Like I see people all the time wearing a golf shirt, right? Like that kind of a polo shirt but with an Eagles logo on it. Right. I do I have those. I don't get those. <laughs> Not the Eagles I, logo, but I have those. Okay, okay. But I, I don't get that like fusion between everyday wear, but also my sports team. But Okay. Okay, that's now, just do you me. Think, no, do you think it's weird? And this is something that we've discussed before as well. Do you think it's weird seeing people wearing jerseys like with somebody else's name? On their back, like is that weird? Is that a weird thing to do to wear a Tom Brady jersey if you're not I Tom think it's Brady? Cool. You think it's cool? Okay, I think it's cool. See, there I think we go. I think then it's like actually you're reflecting the sports team. Then it's about the sports. It's not just like not about making a yeah, look thing. It's okay. like I don't know. No, yeah, I get it. And but, like, but go golf shirts and collared shirts, no good with a team logo. I'm just not it's just a fan. two different things. Yeah, it's just like you're mixing worlds. Just stop. Like, <laughs> like I would take the pink Eagles jersey over, no offense here, over the polo shirt with the team logo okay, that's wow. on it. That's yeah. really interesting. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's a little, either. it's a little, I'm not trying to offend, but you No, know, no, not at all. We want, this is why we brought you in. We have, we <laughs> wanted your honest opinion about this. And you, you're coming from an outside view because we didn't even really say this. You're not really a sports fan at all. Mm-mm. So, oh, I, I couldn't care right. any less about it. Yeah. Perfect. Sense. So that's exactly what we want <laughs> <Yeah>. because- <laughs> For us, we look at it from our passion of sports, but you're looking at it from a fashion and be like, why would you wear that? And it's it's a total different. Yeah. Like, now, wait, I have a question for Charlie. Charlie, as you're a soccer fan, correct? Yeah, Chelsea okay. fan. Now, Football? Okay. Big, big Chelsea fan. So I'm a Man U fan, so we yeah. can't talk. Ooh. So, Oof. yeah, we're not going to be friends. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now, do a lot of people wear like soccer attire? That's the thing. I think it's a completely different culture in England. You'll find that the real diehard fans, they don't wear, like, especially to games, they won't wear the jerseys. Oh, they, will really? they wear the colors? Not necessarily. There's, there's, there's a couple of different. So, like, the real, like, football hooligans, they right. will have their kind of look. Right. Which will be like, it'll be like a golf shirt, kind of like right. button up shirt okay. with like a, maybe like a bomber jacket or something right. like that. Okay. And you can kind of see immediately. It's more like the sort of, um, there are fans that show up every once in a while to the game. They'll, right. they'll go and buy all the merchandise okay. and come in. And it's completely different, completely different culture. And they don't wear like, you know, I, I see a lot of like the people wearing like the scarves of the colors. Yeah, and the yeah scarves. That's something like, I do notice. That's, that, that's the real football fans. They'll usually have a scarf or something. Really? Like yeah, of the yeah. Color? Okay. Yeah, I but get not scarves. necessarily the full right. jersey. Okay. All right. See, we're learning. Yeah. This so is what we're so doing. wearing the jerseys is, are kind of like, wow, this is a really big thing. It's not like you're a diehard fan. And it's like, yeah, I go all the time. This yeah. is like a thing. And then you dress up. Right. Right. Okay. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really. Definitely That's different. The totally scarves different I'm a fan of, though. Even though I'm not a fan of the polo shirts, I think the scarves are kind of a cool, just because you can do things with them, I guess. Like, yeah. one, they're practical. You can like layer them on you don't have to wear them all the time or you can even like pin them up on your wall or something that's where right. it's cool like in the then pubs and, cool. and bars around yeah. Yeah. Darby Road Pub yeah exactly Dar- Darby Road Pub there's a uh, bar in Scotch Plains a uh, little north of here uh, that is a uh, really they call themselves a soccer bar yeah and they have 
scarves all over. I think that looks the, cool. All over the bar, and they just hang them from all over different uh, you know countries and different teams all over the world. It's it really cool to look at when yeah. you walk in. Very impressive. But also, now you can get there's obviously just the the team scarf, but now most games you can get the sort of really say, the like game Chelsea scarf? versus Man United on this date. So oh if wow, it was like a great wow. result for something. People can go. Oh, that Remember bad. that game. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really so cool. That's why it's good for sort of like a souvenir or. Right, because that's like not only are you a fan of the team, but you actually had like a commemorative, you know, from the game you were at. That's better than like a match. Koozie, yeah. like yeah. a beer koozie. Yeah. <laughs> I want to so get cool. into I want to get into soccer a little bit more because it's interesting that yeah. a it's not a thing that's too big here. Yeah. And I'm curious a of what the culture is like where you guys are from. Where you know is it are people obsessed with soccer? As we are with football, definitely. It's, yes, it's by far and away the biggest sport. And I've never been to a game, and I can say yes. Okay, and like, like you see, you've seen it. Like even just being over, you know, yeah. going to school there, like you see it and you re- you realize it. Like it's not like you're not a sports fan here, but over there you're like, wow, these people take this seriously. Yeah. Like you get it. Yes. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. What it is. And what would you, if soccer were to get more popular here? Yeah. Can you see that happening? And if so. How does it happen? Definitely. I think already you can see a lot of the big stars when they're retiring. It's a, quite a lot of going to China now, but mm-hmm. right. there is a big big portion of them coming to the States and making it more well-known. I think, obviously, David Beckham was a great example. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, people in the recent recent times, Frank Lampard, so yep. he went from Chelsea to Man City, but then to right. New York. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, from, from, from my perspective in the UK, it seems like it's getting more well-known over yeah. here. I mean, the stadiums are getting more and more filled. I'm, I'm noticing more and more right. people I think, going I think it's to more games well here. Known over here. And there, there are more, you know, in the major league soccer now. There are, you know, every couple of years we get a new, you know, some new expansion teams. Yeah, and yeah. what they're doing is what I noticed. Danny, have you noticed this? Where the teams, like, for example, New England Revolution, yeah, they're playing in the stadiums of the NFL teams, yeah. and they're kind of wearing the same colors so yeah. it's kind of like really almost like, like yeah, yeah association yeah. with you know the patriots in that sense or but what do you think charlie would make soccer more enticing to americans because i can't figure out why it's not bigger here yeah yeah i don't know i think it's i don't know why why it's not so big out here to be honest cause it's a very sort of competitive and physical game even though it's not as physical as like football, right. for example do you but, think it's the scoring maybe because there isn't a lot of scoring and like as opposed to you know football or baseball that yeah. have you know high powered offenses i guess as yeah. opposed to soccer where it could be it could you be know like one nil or two nil. Nil. right yeah. so i mean do you think that might be part of it i think that could be part of the reason why it's not right. as big of it it's not as much like wow right. whereas football's like ingrained into the like culture yeah. of england so my whole thing with with soccer and, and i'm not the biggest fan per se but i've always wanted to get into it but yeah. i was kind of overwhelmed because i don't know where to begin yeah. i get the championships league and premier league confused yeah yeah like yeah. stuff like so because what? there's so many different leagues and stuff i, I yeah. kind of get confused like oh is this just the britain league is this yeah. the europe like right. it, it all was kind of confusing and I, I i educated myself a little bit more of it but i think that that might be a reason why don't know where people sort of start, here because you where do you begin yeah like, of course yeah so i don't know like like i always thought madrid and manchester city were rivals before i started you know doing a little bit of research and looking into soccer yeah yeah, yeah. when really they don't really would play too much unless they were in a champion unless they both qualify for the champions i mean the premier league in my opinion is one of the biggest is the biggest league in the world it's got the most okay. top tier clubs but however the two best teams 
could be uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona to, right. for a lot of people. So the Spanish league is different because you've got two really big teams and the rest are all at a sort of much lower level. But they're all in the same league, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, they're all in the same Spanish, so like all the Spanish teams, they'll all be in the same league, but there'll okay. be a much bigger disparity in terms of uh, quality, if you will. <laughs> I'm, 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 the, I'm sitting wish. here and I'm honestly really trying to figure it out and I'm so lost. I just wish we had a camera on Elizabeth's face for the last two minutes. She just, like, you can just see her face going wider and wider. Like, where are we going? It was that and look at, at me like, why did you just ask this question? Because now I can't <laughs> contribute to this conversation at all. But no, it's something that's really interesting to me because... For whatever reason, and, and now we're seeing more of our sports heading to you guys. Like yeah, yeah. That, Football's it, becoming... Well, yeah, the right. NFL is totally being promoted in London. Let me ask you about that. Is that yeah. something that people are excited about over there, or is it kind of people are hit or like miss? Niche, niche market, yeah. if you will. Right. Whereas okay. there's a lot of people that will be into American football, won't necessarily be into soccer or rugby. Or okay. There's like a unique group of fans, but it is becoming a lot a lot more prevalent over there. And I, there go ahead. I've seen a lot of like NFL signs on like Oxford Street and Regent Street. So yeah. really like high tourist areas. So okay. maybe yeah. you have a lot of like, Amer well, I know a couple American tourists sure. who get so excited that it's going to London and they go to London just to do this. So it okay. yeah. kind of makes sense. But And there's been talks about an NFL team in London. Right. And I mean, you how, know, how like that, that family what? guy just episode? one team in London, they'd come right. over and, and, right. they would, and that's where it gets a little yeah. bit tricky because yeah. you exactly. have, you know, the way that the NFL schedule works is you play a division every year. But if you're yeah. playing the NFC West, who are all the way by California, how long yeah. of a flight that is to London and then by weeks right. and stuff, it gets hours. very, yeah, yeah. it gets yeah. very it, confusing. It, yeah. it, would, it would, there's a lot of logistics that would need to take place. But I mean, they're doing what, four games a year now? It might, of even the be, NFL, it might even be more uh, of the NFL in London. So, I mean, they're they're getting their foot into yeah. the water, so to speak. But, you know, I I can't see it being as big of a market over there mm. as soccer. I think it I think, like you said, it's more of a, a niche thing. And then yeah. it's like, oh, well, that that's great. We get to see American football. Yeah. But I don't think I, I don't see how they ever market it to become such a big thing as it is here. Yeah. Over the pond, I think it'd be. I think it'd be very hard to really right. reach the heights of like football, right? But your football, of, of our football, sorry, right? Sorry, no, yeah, no, it, it does make gotta, more sense. It makes it so much does. more sense. But like, for, right. for a sport like rugby, for example, isn't nearly as big as football in in the UK. Right. And I think there's potential to reach like the heights of like that, and maybe even surpass it with the amount of money that's. I think that's another thing. Like soccer has a lot of money like involved in the game. The players get paid loads. There's right. just lots of money involved in it. Like like with American football. Right. Whereas rugby, you don't really have that. So now, in as far as soccer players in you know the UK, do yeah. they get marketed as big of a brand names as say a Tom Brady or a or a you know some LeBron of the NFL James, players yeah. LeBron James, or some of that like or is it more about the team than it is just the marquee athletes like the big names? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Like if you. Traditionally, it's always been based on the team. There's been a few big hitters, like like David Beckham. Right. Recently, Paul Pogba. I don't know if you know yep, him. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Man United bought him. Right. That was a huge thing with Adidas. They they promoted him with all the the launch campaign, that kind of thing. Right. So I think it's more team orientated, but you do get these these anomalies. Right. <clears throat> it's, it's good to know. And how about the fans? Like, um, you know here with us we're both cowboys fans somehow in new jersey but yeah. um and they're in dallas but i really i know a couple we, other um, cowboy fans how, actually so what was it like the so fan in, in england you'll find yeah. 
there's you know it's not too much based on where you live. Like there is a lot of it where the, the diehard fans will be right. local to the area, but there's so many Manchester United fans in London, right. for example. Is it the same here? Where it depends. I mean, I think this the reason that I became a Cowboys fan is because when my my parents were growing up, they would play baseball during the fall season yeah. and. The Cowboys were always very good, but they were never watching the one o'clock games. They were always always watching the four o'clock games, and okay. the Cowboys were always on TV at four o'clock. So yeah. that's just how they became that's just how, fans. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. just happened to be their schedules. Okay. But my question was the rivalries, the, yeah. the fans' rivalries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is, is that as intense as it is here? Because it's yeah. intense here. Yeah, people, I mean, people it, go crazy. And were yeah. we just talking about this? What something like how they started changing, like the way the. Um, the stadiums cleaned up all of the like trash and stuff like that and then they handed it off to the city was like listen you're you're dealing with all of the like crowd control stuff and so yeah. then they started limiting who could come in wasn't was i talking to you about that never mind but there was something like people were getting so crazy and the city um, like public funds were having to deal with uh, cleaning up whatever was broken and stuff right. like that. And so then because it was getting so out of hand, they kind of handed it off back into the stadium or the team and said, okay. it's now on you. And so then kind of from then on, it started like limiting, being more um, exclusive, like, to the home team, like to to the home team fans more than the, like the rivals, or or uh, just being really selective about you know yeah, who they're I bringing yeah, in. Yeah, I think just about like who they were letting oh, okay. in. Yeah. They have to be more selective, but there is a big sort of between the fans. There's a lot of there used to be back in like the eighties a lot more animosity, like actual but like violence. But yeah, but like Chelsea fans like really don't like Man U fans for, for like is, is that it more like Chelsea and Tottenham? There's okay, a certain, but there's, there's certain the rivalries, rivalries. there, and it's yeah. it's like it's prevalent and it's it's there, and like you get in like serious arguments about it, or is yeah, like for example, there's, there's again there's a certain crowd. It's like the football, the diehard hooligans. They they are, they can right. be hooligans. Like for example, at my secondary school, there was um. This boy called uh, Desi, and his dad was known as Big Des, but he was like big in like the they're called firms, like and big in the Chelsea firm. And you get certain groups that just go around. They go to the football more for the violence than yeah. Oh boy, than, yeah. Then for okay. the actual for, it's for like, the match. It's like the people here who go to the games just to tailgate instead of right, actually right, go right, to right. the games. Yeah, drink heavily, and then by the, they don't they couldn't even tell you what happened in exactly. the game. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then how is how is sports covered in general by maybe the media? Like how how intense are they about? Is it the sports twenty four seven or is, like how does that really work out? Well, it's biggest huge in like the newspapers and that kind of thing. Right. Like, okay. Okay. Every yeah, day you get updates. There's not because right. the TV like well TV system is probably different how it is in the US. True. There's more like five main channels recently right. got free views. So there's more. Uh, so whereas they couldn't have like a channel which is completely dedicated to sports unless you have Sky. So Sky Sports is okay. Right. Okay. And the that's main, kind of like a main yeah, sports network. Sky Sports and BT Sports now are just competing okay. for like the Champions League games. One yeah. of them only BT bought bought out the license for how many million? Okay. Okay. So, it, cool. but it is, but it is like, but, I mean, but you may say it would be you know your football so soccer yeah. that is the main coverage of you know when you talk sports. Yeah. It, it's mainly. It's that's what they they're covering. Yeah, yeah, mainly, okay. mainly soccer. Like everything okay. else takes a backseat. So you've been here in the U.S. for what twenty four hours now? Twenty four hours, just just, just over. They lost your luggage. Hours. Yep, luggage so that, gone. Luggage gone. Welcome so that, to New Jersey. Welcome yeah. to New Jersey, and welcome to Walmart. Uh, that oh, was, that so was then, that was, that was yeah. Fun. So the we actually have to go back to the story. A so second. so the natural reaction when you don't have any clothes is obviously to go to Walmart. So 
obviously Charlie's never been to Walmart. Yeah, never. Quite the experience. Uh, walking around the men's clothes department yeah. at Walmart, which I did do some research on some okay. sports jerseys there. See, look at her. She takes every opportunity to really, learn. She's yeah. like a sponge. <laughs> love it. Um, sponge. She grits it. her teeth when she says it. Um, yeah. Not impressed. Really not impressed. Uh the outfit Charlie's wearing right now is actually from Walmart. Yeah. That's, but, hey, 100% Listen, from Walmart. Got, he's know, got his jeans on. He's got a t-shirt. He's, he could rock the Springsteen look yeah, right now. You know, how much more jersey working. do you get? It's definitely working. Um, I guess one of the biggest differences would be like these are slim cut jeans. Yeah. yeah. And slim cut jeans in London would mean a very different there pair of jeans oh, than these. I just bought a pair of slim fit, I guess, for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. The girlfriend's making me dress nicer. <laughs> So well, I tried. It's about time. It's, it's ridiculous. Like I couldn't believe how tight it was around like the lower half of my leg. Yeah, no. I don't know how I feel about it in general. Like I'm afraid to wear it to work. Oh, <laughs> please. Wear it on me day. Exactly. Where, where, where did you get that from? American Eagle, maybe. See, we were thinking of going to like Marshalls or something. Yeah. But the problem with those kind of sores is you're really invested in finding right what right. you want, and they carry all the sports apparel too. Sure. But you know, Walmart's like, you know what you're going to get. You know right. what you're going to get. You, well, we know what we're going to get. We, we exactly. know Charlie didn't yeah. know. Exactly. Charlie was like, wasn't ready. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, man, uh, and you guys are going to a, a bunch of places while you guys are We're going are to here. a Red Sox yeah. game. That's never awesome. Never been to a baseball oh, yeah, see, game. So we're going to have to have you never back. Never been to a baseball game. So that, yeah. we're going to have to have you back. We're going to need Charlie's reaction. If he's at, because I know he's only visiting for a certain amount of time. Before you go back, we have to get your reaction to... Is this your first baseball game? No, I... Oh. So, okay. Me, personally, I'm not really a sports fan, but my parents are diehard sports fans. I know, yeah. I've gotten into this you conversation know, with my, your mother. My mom is a <laughs> diehard Patriots fan, yeah. Red Sox fan. My dad just kind of, you know, joined by marriage, but he's an Eagles fan. Michael, my he's brother. He's all over the place. Diehard, yeah. My dad is, you know, he's political. He doesn't know. He just shifts. Yeah, I mean, he just goes. <laughs> um... But so, yes, I have actually been to Fenway Park. My old dog was named Fenway. That's oh, true. Wow. So my parents kind of see it as like I'm breaking their heart. They don't really care that much about sports, but I just, you know. Did yeah. I ever tell you about the first time I met your mom? No. We were at a, a, a barbecue and for here, and, and your dad had just started working here, brought your mom and introduced me and said, yeah. <laughs> Chris, he's a Yankee fan. She gives me the look of death. I go, oh, and I genuine. knew she was a Patriots fan. <laughs> and I go, I love Tom Brady. And she, her face, whole Just face calm. changed. She's like, oh, hi. Oh, nice to meet you. The whole persona changed. Oh. It went from defensive to offensive. I, I and it was so, just like, oh, so nice to meet you. Now. Like, I, I, so I use that as my go-to like conversation. That sums it up. You know, Charlie, before uh, I flew back from London, was wearing a Yankee shirt. And I'm like, yeah. listen. Oh, dear. Don't bring that mm-hmm. into my house. Yeah. I, mm. Purely, again, just this don't is purely do for it. fashion. Another reason is not. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Fashion. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you know yeah. what? Just, just, my mom is so superstitious. She stands in different rooms when oh, they're playing. Like, yeah. I'm like, it's you know, like just extreme. don't even go there because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not, not going there. Really into me about Boston Red Sox. It's nothing else. Only the Red Sox. So yes. let me guess. Sometime be decked between out in Red Sox apparel next time. I was going to say sometime between now and the end of the Red Sox game, Charlie will be wearing a lot more Boston Red Sox yeah. paraphernalia than oh, yeah. ever Yankees oh, ever yeah. again. Okay, Yankees are out. Nice. 
All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and yeah, we'll definitely have to have you guys come back in um, after you guys Before do your little trips. Yeah, I would love to hear Absolutely. all about it. Absolutely. We can't wait. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the New Jersey Guys podcast. You can download it on iTunes and Google Play, as well as stream it on NJ1015 or the New Jersey 1015 app. For Chris Wendeman, I'm Dan Tantillo. Thanks so much for listening.